The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, you might have noticed the leaves are starting to change colors. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, August 31st, 2022, Wednesday of the 22nd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is St. Aidan of Lindisfarne. He was born in Ireland and might have studied under St. Senan before becoming a monk at Iona. At the request of King Oswald of Northumbria, Aidan went to Lindisfarne as bishop and was known throughout the kingdom for his knowledge of scripture, his learning, his eloquent preaching, his holiness, his distaste for pomp, his kindness to the poor, and the miracles attributed to him. He founded a monastery at Lindisfarne that became known as the English Iona, and it was a center of learning and missionary activity for all of northern England. St. Aidan of Lindisfarne died in 651 at the Royal Castle at Bamberg. St. Aidan of Lindisfarne, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Oh my God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for small and medium-sized businesses in the midst of economic and social crisis may they find ways to continue operating and serving their communities. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. From today's Mass, we have a selection from Luke. After Jesus left the synagogue, he entered the house of Simon. Simon's mother-in-law was afflicted with a severe fever, and they interceded with him about her. He stood over her, rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up immediately and waited on them. At sunset, all who had people sick with various diseases brought them to him. He laid his hands on each of them and cured them. And demons also came out from many, shouting, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and did not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Christ. In this part of the Gospel, I would like to have us meditate and talk to you, Lord, about this detail done by you that seems to be different than everyday cures that we might have something to do with. 
as in medicine cures. St. John Chrysostom refers to this total instantaneous cure. He says, since this was a curable type of illness, he displayed his power to the way he brought healing, doing what medicine could not do. Even after being cured of fever, patients need time to recover their former strength, but here the cure was instantaneous. The Gospel puts it again. She got up immediately and waited on them. It is remarkable, Lord, you wanted us to see this, you recorded it in the Gospel, that she got up right away, but she got up right away to serve the Apostles, Jesus and the other Apostles. What a wonderful thing to see, that this cure went deeper than the cure of an illness, a virus, a bacterium. It went deeper for us to see the fathers of the church in commenting on this gospel sought in this lady's fever a symbol of concupiscence. St. Ambrose says, Peter's mother-in-law's fever represents our flesh afflicted by various illnesses and concupiscences. Our fever is passion. Our fever is lust. Our fever is anger. Vices which, although they affect the body, perturb the soul, the mind, and the feelings. Perhaps, Lord, you want me to see here the root of why I don't serve as I should serve, why I hold back, why I fear. St. Josemaria says, One danger you may encounter only after many years in the Lord's service is falling prey to a comfort-loving mentality. Don't ever give in to it, my children. You always need to have high ideals, just as you did at the beginning. Perhaps now your ideals are not as ardent in appearance, but they are stronger and more theological. My children, now that there is so much lack of love around, I would like to remind you that we have to be able to love, and to love with all our heart. If we give our Lord our whole heart lovingly, we will have no problem about opening it wide in prayer and in spiritual direction, with all its wretchedness and weaknesses, so as to show what we are like completely and fully, in all humility, and learn to love even more, and make up for what we have been unable to undertake or failed to achieve. Help me to examine my heart, Jesus. Help me to see with grace, am I slow to serve? Am I calculating? Do I have the cure I need from you? Please send your grace once again. Jesus, my love, that I might see, like you did, the needs of the others, that I may act with them like you, seeing their hearts needy. When I receive you in communion, Jesus, you will push me so hard. On the practical consequences of all this, St. Cyril says, Let us receive Jesus Christ, because when he visits us and we take him in for minds and hearts, even our worst passions are extinguished and we are kept safe to serve him that is to do what pleases him. Am I pleasing you, Lord? Am I serving you directly? Am I serving you and the others? If I examine myself, I just might find I have this fever, this fear of serving. Joseph Pieper says, One who is trapped in a chadia has neither the courage 
nor the will to be as great as he really is. He would prefer to be less great in order to thus to avoid the obligation of greatness. Achete is a perverted humility. It will not accept supernatural goods because they are, by their very nature, linked to a claim on him who receives them. Something similar exists in the sphere of mental health and illness. The psychiatrist frequently observes that while a neurotic individual may have a superficial will to be restored to health, in actuality he fears more than anything else the demands that are made, as a matter of course, on one who is well. What are these demands, Jesus? It demands the sweet demands to love, to understand who I am as a Christian, one who is given, one who is sent, one who should see clearly. And if I don't see clearly the needs of others, Lord, maybe I have this virus. Maybe I'm seeing myself too much. I want to be well. I do, Lord. Grant me grace. It is said that St. John Vianney blessed the sick frequently, but with reluctance. He was no more of a professional healer than was his master. Healing of the sick had the urgency of compassion in counterpoint to the salvific mystery of suffering, but not as an end in itself. The crookedest bodies often seemed to him to have the most upright souls. It would be an awful thing, he thought, to seek release from pain while remaining captive to pride. The worst cross is not to have a cross. Before praying for the infirm, he customarily asked them why they wanted to be well. My Lord Jesus, why would I want to be well? What would I do with my health? What would I do with my time? Lord, may it be for others. May I be like you, walking around, seeing souls, souls that need you, and I could be another you with your grace. Help me not be caught up in in comfort-seeking, in doing my life for myself. Help me to get up immediately, like Simon's mother-in-law, and serve the apostles, to serve the others. St. Josemaria said, The way to vanquish a comfort-loving mentality is the path of self-giving. Renewing our noble ambitions until the end of our earthly journey, through the devout fulfillment of the norms and of our daily struggle, this is the way. It is your father who is telling you this, who at seven years of age has to struggle just like you, and perhaps even more, because I am worse than you. I would like you to feel encouraged and supernaturally responsible. Don't worry when you find the going hard. Think, with pleasure, of the fact that God has entered your heart and he's asking you for it completely. And don't ever forget that you are doing the same divine work as those first twelve who accompanied Jesus. That's how to be very happy always. Yes, St. Josemir, intercede for me. I want to serve, as it were, the first twelve, like Peter's mother-in-law. I want to serve the apostles in the apostolic mission. Apostles around me. Help me around, however, my fear. A spiritual songwriter once said, From the fear of serving others, deliver me, O God. And that's an interesting fear. Because maybe I have an identity crisis. 
I don't like to hear what you said, Jesus. You said, I am among you as one who serves. But help me to be among the others as one who serves like you. Give me back the zeal of my youth, Lord. The idealism. St. Josemaria said of those called to service that they must put their hearts on the floor like a rug so that their brothers and sisters could walk softly. Isn't this the example of Peter's mother-in-law? Jesus, help me to get this good zeal again. For over 20 years, the recruiting slogan of the United States Army was, Be all that you can be. And with your grace, Lord, I can be all that you want me to be. The saint serving the others in selflessness. I thank you, my God for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour. This is Daybreak. On Wednesday of the 22nd week in Ordinary Time, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth, Serve the Lord with gladness. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth, serve the Lord with gladness. Come then, let us bow down and worship, Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are his people. The flock he shepherds. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. 
when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan groan in pain pain as as we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath, the man who stood so firm. A mere shadow, the man passing by. A mere breath the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. We We groan in pain as we we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. 
Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil, planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit? You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I put my trust in the word of the Lord. All my hope is in him. From the book of the prophet Jeremiah. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, This message came from the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Stand in the court of the house of the Lord and speak to the people of all the cities of Judah who come to worship in the house of the Lord. Whatever I command you, tell them and omit nothing. Perhaps they will listen and turn back, each from his evil way, so that I may repent of the evil I have planned to inflict upon them for their evil deeds. Say to them, Thus says the Lord, If you disobey me, not living according to the law I placed before you, and not listening to the words of my servants, the prophets, whom I send you constantly, though you do not obey them, I will treat this house like Shiloh, and make this the city which all the nations of the earth shall refer to when cursing another. Now the priests, the prophets, and all the people heard Jeremiah speak these words in the house of the Lord. When Jeremiah finished speaking all that the Lord bade him speak to all the people, the priests and the prophets laid hold of him, crying, You must be put to death. Why do you prophesy in the name of the Lord, This house shall be like Shiloh, and this city shall be desolate and deserted? And all the people gathered about Jeremiah in the house of the Lord. 
When the princes of Judah were informed of these things, they came up from the king's palace to the house of the Lord and held court at the new gate of the house of the Lord. The priests and prophets said to the princes and to all the people, This man deserves death. He has prophesied against this city, as you have heard with your own ears. Jeremiah gave this answer to the princes and all the people. It was the Lord who sent me to prophesy against this house and city all that you have heard. Now, therefore, reform your ways and your deeds. Listen to the voice of the Lord your God, so that the Lord will repent of the evil with which he threatens you. As for me, I am in your hands. Do with me what you think good and right. But mark well, if you put me to death, it is innocent blood you bring on yourselves, on this city and its citizens. For in truth it was the Lord who sent me to you to speak all these things for you to hear. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Take this to heart. If you kill me, you You and and your your city must must bear the guilt of innocent blood. Pilate washed his hands before the crowd and said, I am innocent of the blood of this just man. You You and and your your city must bear bear the guilt guilt of innocent blood. Our reading from a commentary on John, by Origen, priest. Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. It seems to me that Jesus meant the Jews in this episode to stand for sensual men, and those desirous of carnal and sensual things. These Jews were angry at his expulsion of the people who were turning his father's house into a market. So they asked for a sign to justify these actions, a sign that would show that the word of God, whom they refused to accept, was acting rightly. The Savior's reply combines a statement about the temple with a prophecy about his own body. For in answer to their question, What sign can you give to justify your conduct? He says, Destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. Indeed, I think that both the temple and the body of Jesus can be seen in a single perspective as a type of the church. For the church is being built out of living stones. It is in process of becoming a spiritual dwelling for a holy priesthood, raised on the foundations of apostles and prophets, with Christ as its chief cornerstone. Hence it bears the name temple. On the other hand, it is written, You are the body of Christ, and individually members of it. Thus, even if the harmonious alignment of the stones should seem to be destroyed and fragmented, and, as described in the 21st Psalm, all the bones which go to make up Christ's body should seem to be scattered by insidious attacks in persecutions or times of trouble, or by those who, in days of persecution, undermine the unity of the temple, nevertheless the temple will be rebuilt, and the body will rise again on the third day, after the day of evil which threatens it, and the day of consummation which follows. For the third day will dawn upon a new heaven and a new earth, when these bones that form the whole house of Israel are raised up on that great day of the Lord, when death has been defeated. So the resurrection of Christ, accomplished after his suffering on the cross, embraces the mystery of the resurrection of his whole body, For just as the physical body of Christ was crucified and buried and afterward raised up, so in the same way the whole body of Christ's holy ones has been crucified and lives no longer with its own life. For each of them, 
like Paul, makes his boast of nothing else but the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which he has himself been crucified to the world and the world to him. But each Christian has not only been crucified with Christ and crucified to the world, he has been buried with Christ too, as Paul says. We have been buried with Christ. But as though already in possession of some pledge of the resurrection, Paul goes on to say, And we have risen with him. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who lives within you, whom God has given you. You are not your own anymore. You were purchased at a great price. You, you should, should then honor God in your body. You shall not defile yourselves. You shall be holy, for I am holy. You, you should, should then honor God in your body. Almighty God, every good thing comes from you. Fill our hearts with love for you. Increase our faith, and by your constant care, protect the good you, gave, you have given us. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Twenty-five minutes before the hour, and we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with morning prayer and in conversation with God on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for the last day of August 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord heals Simon's mother-in-law, and then the crowds. It's from the fourth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. He arose and left the synagogue and entered Simon's house. Now Simon's mother-in-law was ill with a high fever, and they besought him for her. Jesus stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she rose and served them. When the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And demons also came out of many. You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak because they knew that he was the Christ. When it was day, he departed and went into a lonely place. The people sought him and came to him, and would have kept him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Judea. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, we really should be grateful to God for his patience with us. And you know what we in turn need to do. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. To 
To reach Christ, we have to travel along a road, sometimes a long one, with patience and constancy. He is expecting us to bring our friends, our study companions, our workmates, our children, our brothers and sisters. We can help them all as Jesus did, one by one, making allowance for each individual's circumstances, age, or state of health, always remembering that they have been ransomed at the infinite price of Christ's redemptive blood. In accompanying them to Jesus, we invariably encounter resistance, perhaps for a long time. This is simply a consequence of man's difficulty in following God's plans because of the effects of original sin, subsequently added to by one's own sins. On occasions, this obstruction is attributable to ignorance, in which case it should give us cause to pray, to offer mortifications and hours of work or study, to strengthen our friendship perhaps, all in direct proportion to the opposition we meet. Thanks to our faith, we are well able to understand those in such straits and excuse them with a big heart. But realizing very well that the objective is to get them to know and love Jesus Christ, this is the greatest good we can do them, the greatest of all favors and benefits they can receive. In all apostolate, it is necessary to have a patient attitude. Patience is not the same thing as resignation or carelessness, but an attribute of the cardinal virtue of fortitude. It presupposes a tenacious perseverance in looking for the desired results. It is often necessary to proceed little by little along an inclined plane, as it were, without ever getting discouraged by our friends not seeming to be making any progress, or by their even appearing to be going backwards. God allows for these situations and gives us all the necessary graces. From the very moment in which we decide before the tabernacle to lead them to him, he has already placed his hands on each of them. Right from the beginning, Christ blesses our apostolic desire to bring to him all those souls whom we encounter in our daily lives. If people are slow to respond, we have to remember the patience that God has had with us, how much he has pardoned us, and the innumerable times we have made him wait. What a lot of waiting our God has had to do. How long he has waited at the door of our soul. If our Lord had deserted us when we didn't respond, when we didn't want to hear his call, just think how far away from him we would be now. Our effort is never sterile because in the apostolate, we are moved by the love of God. Some people reach him after only a few days' contact, others after many years. Some do so at the first conversation, others after a long delay. Some are able to run from the beginning. Others are scarcely strong enough to take a short step. We have to take each person as he is according to his own human and supernatural circumstances without getting tired, without giving up. A doctor doesn't use the same prescription for everybody, nor a tailor the same measurements or the same fitting. Be patient, therefore, brethren, St. James tells us, until the coming of the Lord. Behold, the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient over it until it receives the early and the late rain. You also be patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. We need to keep after our friends, relatives, and colleagues with supernatural doggedness, not being overcautious or prudent in the wrong sense, and all with a great charity and understanding, because we seek only their good. If the enemies of God try so hard to separate men from him, 
why shouldn't we do as much since we seek their good? You know, Lord, that we want only what is best for them, and that best is you, who gives yourself to those who choose to accept you. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 15 minutes before the hour. Time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O oh God, all, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God. Cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered, and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The water saw you, O God. The water saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. 
the earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea, your path through the mighty waters, and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, you established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously, you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. All your your ways ways are are holy. What What God God can compare compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles, he also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. 
A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is is King. King. Let Let the the earth earth rejoice. rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress or persecution or hunger or nakedness or danger or the sword? Yet in all this we are more than conquerors because of him who has loved us. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will will bless bless the Lord all my life long. With a song of praise ever on my lips. All All my my life life long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I will bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Savior, who promised to remain with his church all days until the end of the world. Let us give him thanks and call out, Remain with us, Lord. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. Remain with us the whole day, Lord. Let your grace be a sun that never sets. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. We dedicate this day to you as an offering. Do not let us offer anything that is evil. Remain with us, Lord. May your gift of light pervade this whole day. That we may be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. May the love of your Holy Spirit direct our hearts and our lips. And may we always act in accordance with your will. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, as a new day dawns, Send the radiance of your light to shine in our hearts. Make us true to your teaching. Keep us free from error and sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. The Merry Beggars are returning with an audio mystery for the entire family, the event to witness in 1879. Edith and Paul Mallard aren't about to miss it, but when mysterious accidents begin to overtake their dad's night train, it's up to them to solve the mystery. On the Night Train begins September 11th, Check it out at onthenighttrain.com. That's onthenighttrain.com. Morning Air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.